on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. Radio Newark. We are talking next to Sarah Ward, who's up in the Peak District at the moment, and uh, we love it when uh, we have telephone conversations with guests, especially if they work. So, fingers crossed, we'll see if Sarah is going to come through on the line right now. Sarah, good morning. Good morning, June. Brilliant. We've got you. <laughs> That's fantastic. Sarah, um, it's lovely to talk to you again. You were on the show, I think, a couple of years ago, weren't you? I was. I was on in 2016, and I remember getting up early and putting my makeup on to do the interview <laughs> on the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't managed it today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, I, I don't. I, I, I am um, with you on that one. I mean, I, obviously, I'm here every Sunday morning, <laughs> and I get up at crack of dawn. I have a shower, I wash my hair, I put my makeup on, I put decent clothing on, and then I get to the studio. And I think, why am I doing this? <laughs> Because nobody can see me. No, it makes you feel better, it? It does <laughs> indeed, yes. makes you feel that little bit more professional. Right, Sarah, it is lovely to talk to you again. Now, you are coming to join us here in Newark very, very soon, aren't yes. you, for the Newark Book Festival? That's it, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Whole Noir Presents Crime Around the World panel, which is very exciting. Um, so I'm... Um, Nick Quantrill has, has curated the panel. Um, uh, he, he's associated with Whole Noir, so it's the it's sort of the whole book festival. And he's got together a, a lot of crime writers for uh, for a panel, um, uh, and we write around the world. I'm obviously the most local in the people. <laughs> Just up the road, yes. Exactly, yes. <laughs> yes, um, I, know, I know that... Um, in the book festival program it says that this particular event is backed by popular demand because they have had one of these um crime writer panels yeah. or at least one of these crime writers and i think with nick as well if i remember rightly yeah. on a previous occasion so um obviously being yeah. on a, a panel of crime writers you are a crime writer I and I, I know that from personal experience because i have read your books oh, brilliant. um i am uh, a crime fiction addict um, read them all took mm -hmm. one or two with me to italy we've both been in italy just recently we have, haven't we yes, yes. enjoying <laughs> the heat and the food and um at least the sight of all those italian men <laughs> <laughs> that's always a, a, um, a major um plus point for <laughs> me right so um as i say you are a crime writer you yeah. are a best-selling crime writer in mm -hmm. fact um tell us why what took you to writing crime crime in the first place I, I think i was i think it's mainly because i was a huge crime fiction reader i think most crime writers have started writing crime because they it's what they love to read um and so i was a big fan of right back to Enid Blyton's secret seven you know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then in, my, in it, when i was a teenager they didn't really have young adult fiction then and i read all, all the agatha christie's as a teenager and so so it was mainly because i was a huge reader but i didn't start writing until i was in my 40s I think lots of writers get to a point where you think, you know, I need to have a go. It's either now or never. And I remember sort of heading towards 40 and thinking, if I don't try, I'll never do it. Um, and I was actually living in Greece talking about the heat in Italy. I was living in, in the heat of Greece. And I thought, oh, it's now or never. And so I had to go and I wrote my first book in Bitter Chill, uh, set in the cold Derbyshire Peak District while living in the Athenian heat. <laughs> <laughs> a book of big contrast, yeah. Now, now your your four books yes. they all centre around um, one particular character, or yes. um, there is one one character who is quite prominent, and that's yes. DC Connie Childs. Right. Have I got it right? Yes. yes. Um, I w w when I was talking to you online about setting up this interview, I said that um, it, that that kind of thing is is quite common. That you 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 get an author who writes a series of books, yes. and and there is one 
key character throughout. Mm. Um, and the people that come to mind, obviously, are um, Reacher. Yep. Um, and some of the... Um, I think Mark Billingham as well, who's who's also at the festival. Right. I, I've read all his books. If I remember rightly, there are a couple couple of people who sort of pop up all the way through on those. So, right. um, do you think that doing that kind of thing, um, sort of including that there's a backstory, obviously, isn't yeah. there, to these people? Do you think that adds a lot to the attraction of, of a series of books? I, I think read crime readers love series. Um, that they can be sort of, in, in terms of how fashionable they are, they sort of come in and out of fashion. But I think the average crime reader loves to have a series. And so what I found with, with my books, and I hadn't really, noti- hadn't really thought about this before I started writing, is that each time I, a new book comes out, people go back to my first book. So people think, oh, I've, oh she's got a new book out. What I'll do is I'll start with the first mm. one. Because lots mm. of crime readers like to read from the first, right from the beginning. And so they see the series arc where, a con- for example, my, my character Connie, um, she's single and she has various relationships, some better than others. And they, and they see how her character develops all over the, 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 through the series. But I think that the, the trick for a crime writer is to try and make sure that if you come into a series, mid-series, that you can still make sense of it. Yes, yes. Uh, without it's... having think We've all read books and we've thought, oh, something's happened in the previous book and I'm trying to work out now what's happened and, and it's trying to make sure that doesn't happen. Yes, really. yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, I did an event the other night at a voluntary library, and um, somebody had said they'd read my first book and my fourth book, and she said, I can tell something happened in between, but it was okay. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't have, have had to have read them, so that was, so it's, you know, sort of trying to strike that balance, really. I, I think as well, the, the, the reader sort of develops a... a, a a relationship, a friend, almost a friendship with, with, with those people, don't they? You, you kind of, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I, I go back to uh, Jack Reacher. I yeah. kind of feel I know him, mm, you know, um, and he's definitely not a Tom Cruise type. I'm sorry, <laughs> no. that film, I haven't seen the film, but, you know, they got it all wrong. Yeah, most, <laughs> most films aren't <laughs> but, uh, as we imagine them in the books. Oh, they? absolutely. That's I mean, uh, apart from anything else, it is so clear from the descriptions of him in the book that he yeah. doesn't look anything like tom cruise no. um so I, I, I on principle i wouldn't go to see that I, I tend very rarely to go and see films when i've read a book anyway mm. um i invariably find i'm, I'm trying to think if, if if there's been any exceptions and off the top of my head i can't think of one but um i invariably find if you do do that it mm. kind of disappoints you you are you yeah. are i mean i listen to a lot of audio books and the audio books are usually really well read so um that, that's one thing i can recommend if you'd like to book is to go then go and listen to the audio because um, the people usually, the people who read narrate audio books are usually pretty good at them, so mm. um, that's sort of one thing I quite like to do. Mm. And, and and again, because it's an audio book, I mean, I think why I prefer not to see a film, but I prefer to read a book, and yeah. and same would go for an audio book. Is you have a mental picture, you do, and um, <laughs> my mental picture of again Jack Reacher or mm. Connie Childs or. Um, Michael Bennett from, um, I can't think of the, the series, but that there are certain certain characters, I can visualise them, yeah. and I don't want to see somebody else's visualisation. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've got, a pers- as I say, a personal relationship with <laughs> what's in my head, yeah. um, and that's the way I prefer to keep it. Yeah. So, you have four books, do, um, yeah. all um, uh, in the series. Yeah. Um, do you want to quickly tell us their names? 
Okay, so the first one's Embittered Chill, then the second one is A Deadly Thaw, the third one's A Patient Fury, and the fourth is um, The Shrouded Path, which is out, still out, out in hardback at the moment. And they're set throughout the seasons, so my latest book is, is the autumn. It starts off in the winter, and then spring, summer, and it finishes in the autumn. And I think I saw on um, either your website or on Facebook or something like that that um, you have a new book coming up fairly soon, which is a bit different. It is. So um, all my books, uh, my crime novels, have a period in the past. They sort of deal with cold cases. So I've sort of started in the 1970s, and my latest book goes back to a a case in the 1950s. And I'd always wanted to write a historical. um, And I kept wanting to put some sort of ghostly supernatural element in my books, and uh, it it was always taken out. So I've written a full-on ghost story, um, a gothic thriller set in the 1920s, which is coming out in February, so next February is a bit of time to wait yet. Um, And um, because it's completely different, really, from my crime novels, um, although there is a crime in it, um, I'm using my middle name, which is Rhiannon, so it's going to be Rhiannon Ward, that book, um, published under that name, and it's called The Quickening. So um, that's been really exciting to do, a sort of full um, historical research uh, for my book. Absolutely, fantastic. Now, um, you don't restrict your activities just to write, uh, just, that's mm-hmm. a bit of a bad word to use, but you don't restrict your <laughs> activities to writing mm. crime stories. You yep. do a number of other things, don't you? I do. I mean, it, it's all mainly around books, because I love books and they're my passion. Um, so I do crime fiction workshops. Um, I do talks about not just my own books, but about various aspects of um, uh, crime fiction. For example, Nordic Noir, I do talks on that. Um, and then I do a lot of, um, a, a bit similar to what Nick Contrell's doing on this panel, where he, he's sort of creating and interviewing us. I do quite a lot of that with various festivals as well, because I love talking to authors about their own books. And, and it means what happens is you, the publishers will send you the books in, in advance and you get to read them, which perhaps sort of increases your knowledge of, of, of the genre that you might, you might not pick up a book to read, but then... Um, you know, you, you sort of get a new author and, and read it, and then suddenly you've got a, you know a whole new series to read. So I do lots and lots of things around crime fiction and crime writing, um, and review. I, I still review books as well, um, all, all around the sort of book genre. Now, just tell us because um, although we've mentioned it in passing, we haven't um, specified the um, the whole noir panel at yes. the book festival. When yes. and where? <laughs> on saturday the 13th of july um and it's taking place at newark town hall and i'm really looking forward to visiting newark again because the last time i was there was was in 2016 and it starts at 10 o'clock in the morning um on to 11 15 and um uh, so there's nick Quantrill, as i mentioned chairing and adjoining me will be abba abia Mukherjee, who's written um sort of award-winning um series set in uh, in india and tim baker who writes um international thrillers so there'll be the four of us appearing at 10 o'clock. And, 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 and of course, you can get your tickets on the Newark Book Festival uh, website. Absolutely. And, it, and mm. it, just, it does say, I think, on the programme that it's, it's a sort of a crime, a, a worldwide crime mm. spree, as you mentioned before, and it, it quotes all sorts of different um, <laughs> parts of the world where it, where it um, pulls in. But uh, as you say, you'll be a little bit closer to home than yeah. the others, <laughs> just up the road from us here in Newark in the Derbyshire Peak District. Um, exactly. Sarah, um, just 
before you go mm-hmm. tell people where they can find out more about you and about your books uh, brilliant well so um, I've got a website called crimepieces.com which is um, my main website and then you can find me on Twitter if you look at Sarah R Ward 1 you'll find me tweeting away and on my Facebook page uh, Sarah, Sarah Rhiannon Ward brilliant so it's been lovely to talk to you thank you very um, much I'm glad that um, contrary to what I thought earlier in the week we didn't <laughs> I didn't miss you. Um, and um, it, it will be lovely to see you here in Newark. Hopefully uh, one of us at least will be able to pop down and say hi on the Saturday morning when that, you're here. That would, um, be, that would be great. And, and can I sort of just say that, that the Newark Book Festival, all their websites, the Twitter page, the Facebook, they give lots and lots of details about the festival because I'm going to be around all day. I'm just going to be sort of, you know, looking at people, looking for people to t- talk to because um, the, the, the programme's absolutely brilliant. And what, it is indeed. I mean, it's, it's the third festival that sarah has organized sarah's been on the um on the show fairly recently talking about it and it has gone from strength to strength we we only we only have we have only had a book festival in newark for i think this is the fifth year two before sarah took over and then these three with sarah and the um the the rate of rise if if, if you if you know what i mean has been incredible um lots and lots going on uh, they um there is um a website uh, for the book festival which is there's a link to it on um the girls around town website anyway yeah, it is indeed yeah. and programs are absolutely everywhere including i might add a couple in my hotel in italy as um, i told sarah uh, i told sarah i would take some and leave them and i also said that i would take a photograph of one of them in situ and then i've got i've got one of these um app thingies on my phone where i can design my own postcard and then it's prepared and sent for me she sarah has asked people to send postcards from wherever they might be <laughs> to the book festival so um yes there's there are a couple of new book festival anybody going to amalfi in the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks um just pop into the hotel la Concarazura and mm-hmm. you will pick up a, pro- a brochure there <laughs> if you're not going quite that far no, then anywhere in newark <laughs> um you will be able to find them sarah hopefully we can um catch up when you're here um in a in a few weeks time maybe even grab a quick coffee and compare italian holiday um, experiences thank you very much thank you and i will talk to you again soon thank you thank you bye bye Bye. that was sarah ward and sarah will be joining us here in newark at the newark book festival gosh getting a bit carried away here um when she returns um for the second time she was here three years ago (laughs)